sure to grab your death certificate. Watch out for hitchhiking ghosts. Stand clear of elevator shafts. And look over your shoulder for those Disney villains. Because this is the annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration on Disney On Demand. It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents... Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another frightful, spooky edition of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And this week for show number 196, for the week of October 19th, 2017, we're continuing on with our 7th annual not-so-scary Halloween month-long celebration. All month long, we've been bringing you all kinds of Halloween fun, goodies, tidbits, frightful things, and great celebrity guests connected in the Halloween season. And with us here this week to help us look out for witches, vampires, and of course those trolls, we have none other than Shay Astor stopping in here this week. Now, Shay Astor, you may know from the Touchstone Pictures great comedy classic, Ernest Scared Stupid. So yes, Touchstone Pictures falling under that Disney umbrella. She was also part of Third Rock from the Sun, Boy Meets World. She's a singer, a songwriter, a musician, was part of Star Trek, and so much more. And Shay's going to stop in and talk about what it was like working on Ernest Scared Stupid. Was she afraid of that troll? Being part of a great ensemble cast with Eartha Kitt, Jim Varney, what is she working on now? Her fondest memories being approached by fans, and so much more. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. Yes, and they are bringing the spooks. They are bringing the Halloween fun. And we have Dominic with this week's Short Leash, and he's going to talk about Halloween at the Walt Disney World Resort. We also have Aaron. You have the questions. He always has the answers, and he's rising from his coffin, and he's going to answer all those questions, and I want to know. We have Alexa with the latest in Halloween fun from the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland with Disney Parks in 5. We have Trisha and Jamie. Your stomach's gurgling. You're getting hungry. You want to go out trick-or-treating. And Trisha and Jamie are going to be stopping in this week with Magical Munchies with more Halloween treats that you can add to your fun eating agenda. We also have Randy who's stopping in with some great Disney Halloween multimedia and so much more. There's all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire and all kinds of fun. So it is time to practice putting on those costumes, getting ready for your Halloween treats. So before we officially mix up the cauldron, cast those spells and get this week's show going, First, I want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, character interactions, you name it, they're going to hold your hand, walk you through the process, and treat you like family. They also have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all of you D-heads, so with that said, we are continuing on with Halloween, spooky fun, and all kinds of great things. So let's look under the bed, watch out for those trolls, and let's officially kick off show number 196 for the week of October 19th, 2017, and be on the lookout for Trantor.
Touchstone Pictures. Monstrous trolls have sprung to life. At your hope you're from Gable. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chowman. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. <laughs> now gather round while I elucidate on what happens outside when it gets late. Along about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for their nightly jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, and some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin, and some don't even bother to wear their skin. I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. Midnight jamboree, they break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst when he goes to jogging across the land, holding his noggin in his hand. Demons take one look and groan and hit the road for parts unknown. There's no rat like the spook that's burned. They don't like him and he's really burned. Swears to the longest day he's dead. He shows them that he can tell ahead. The windows lock the doors Unless you're careful, he'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause he'll flip your top if it'll fit And he likes them little, he likes them big Part in the middle or a wig Black or white or even red The headless horseman needs a head with a hip Hip and clippity-clop He's out looking for a head shot So don't stop to figure out a plan you can't reason with a headless man. Hi, this is Dina Waters from the Haunted Mansion, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. It's Disney Blues. Disney On Demand. Ooh, I thought you were dead. With your host... Jonathan Johnson. What? My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. With this baby, we'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 196 for the week of October 19th, 2017, as we are continuing on with our seventh annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. As all month long, we're bringing you frightful goodies, great tricks, treats, and so much more as we celebrate my favorite season, Halloween. And we have Shay Astor stopping in very shortly. Yes, from Ernest Scared Stupid, Third Rock from the Sun, Star Trek, and so much more. She's going to help us look out for trolls, celebrate Halloween, and all kinds of goodies. We have the D team here with Dominic, Aaron, Alexa, Trisha, Jamie, and Randy. 
and so much more. And of course, you, the D-Heads, you tune back in with some treats, some tricks, and all kinds of fun. So before I jump into everything here this week here at the show, I do want to mention all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand, first and foremost. And ultimately, first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Diz Radio Show. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney Blue. That's B-L-U, Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney On Demand. All of which are going to help you find our fun, spooky, frightful, Halloween bunch of shows. And if you want to stay connected instantly, it's super easy. You need the magic in your ears. You want some Halloween fun right away. All you have to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio. There you can go, subscribe, search Disney Blue, Diz Radio, or Disney On Demand, and you can listen to the latest shows as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, your tablet, the device of your choosing, and get them as soon as they get released right away every single week. So all of you D-heads, if you can't remember that, Just go to DizRadio.com and find all these links there as well. All right, so we are here. We're in the midst of Halloween. We are in the midst of my favorite season. Yes, Halloween and our not-so-scary Halloween celebration. Now, for the last two weeks, what I wanted to do with all of you D-Hats was bring you something different. Now, normally this is that part of the show. For the last two weeks, normally I would bring you news, and I have not done that. And this week I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring news back here this week because... Come on, I'm not rambling on, I'm not giving you the latest within the Disney company like I normally do, but then I was like, you know what, it's Halloween. Let's do something different all month long, and your emails have definitely said that. From Derek, Nick, Tammy, Marge, and many others, you guys said last week how much you loved that I did some Halloween poems. You loved how I changed it up a little bit, it wasn't news, because come on, we're going to get back to the Disney news after our Halloween celebration, right? It's a given. It's what we do here at the show. And you guys wrote in, all of you D-heads, talking about how much you loved that we were talking about things spooky and the Halloween poems I read, and you were wondering if I had any more that I could read for you. Well, you know what? I do. Now, aside from that, you guys also asked, how do I celebrate Halloween? Yes, we do it big. We do all kinds of things. We have some great Halloween costumes, pumpkin carving. In fact, this last weekend, I filled up my car twice. Now, you're like, what do you mean fill up your car? I literally fill up my car with pumpkins twice, maybe three times during the month of October. Now, where we go pumpkin picking, they have where you can fill your car for $28. It is super easy, super fun. You go there, you pay your 28 bucks and fill your car. What I end up doing is I take my entire family with me in two cars. All the kids sit in one car. They all drive with mom, they get to the pumpkin patch. I drive myself. What do we do? We start filling up the trunk, the back seat, the passenger seat, and load it up and carve pumpkins all month long throughout October. Yes, you heard me right, all month long. And last week, we tapped out with 110 pumpkins in one trip in my car. Yes, the shocks were probably just working really hard to get back to the house. Now, I had to go back some other times because many of you D-heads know I am a scout leader for two dens. Yes, for Boy Scouts for my sons. And we are doing a pumpkin carving party with the Cub Scouts. So I went back, 
loaded up my car again, and in that trip we got 80-some. And I have to go back once again for another outing for another organization. So yes, Halloween is big in our house, but enough of that. I will post pictures of our pumpkins, but let's get back to why you guys wrote in. You wanted to hear some Halloween stories, some Halloween poems once again like I did last week. So let me uh, clear my throat here. Let's get a little more slow, a little more calm, not talking my normal speed voice here that you're used to. And how about something about Halloween night? Trick or treat is all you hear. Kids running around and yelling, look at what I got. The ghosts yell boo and I scared you. And teens scaring little kids by saying they're gonna get you. There's a full moon out tonight and the monsters come out and play. Black cats and bats are all over in the night and you better not cross through the graveyard today. Pumpkins glowing throughout the night fog covering the glow of the moon ghosts and goblins saying they're very near and all the kids get very scared now run run as fast as you can throughout the night of dark only seeing by the glow of the moon hearing laughs of the cruel dead ghouls the doors shut and the parents say good night now all you have to do is wait to get through halloween night all right, LVD heads, so there you go. I gave you another poem, just what you were asking for, making it fun, making it different, having all different things. Now, like I said, I am not going to bring you news here this week. We're just going to keep it fun, keep it spooky, and enjoy all of those Halloween goodies that we have all show long here. So, LVD heads, with that said, I am going to bow out, and we have the D team stopping in here very shortly with all kinds of fun as we gear up for Shay Astor from Ernest Scared Stupid. Now, you may be wondering, how is Ernest Scared Stupid connected to Disney? I know some of you D heads out there, before I release the reins here to the D team, are going, what's going on? Well, Ernest Scared Stupid was a Touchstone Pictures film. Now, many of you may know or may not know Touchstone Pictures is owned by the Walt Disney Company, so it falls under that Disney umbrella. And for a long time, I'm sure Aaron answered this in I Want to Know, because Disney owned the Ernest franchise for quite some time as well. He also did some great specials, like Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain and many other things. So Ernest is very well versed in the Disney community. Also, come on, Jim Varney being part of the Toy Story franchise. So Ernest Scared Stupid falls under that Disney family. So LVD heads, with that said, we have all kinds of fun things on the horizon. Like I mentioned, we have Dominic, Aaron, Alexa, Trisha, and Jamie, and Randy all stopping in here this week to celebrate Halloween with all of you D-heads as we gear up for Shay Astor from Ernest Scared Stupid, Third Rock from the Sun, Star Trek, and so much more stopping in here. So before I release the reins here and we get into more of the ghoulish fun, crazy delights, spookiness, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, you name it, they're going to make it magical. They're going to hold your hand, walk you through the process, and treat you like family. They also have bilingual experts to help you with any language barrier that you could possibly have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all VD heads, with that said, I'm going to release the reins here to the D team. I've been just rambling on for the last 10 minutes, and some of it probably seems like nonsense. Fear not, I'll get back to my normal self after Halloween right now. I am a kid in a candy store getting ready for trick-or-treating, so I just love this season. So let's press on for show number 196 for the week of October 19th, 2017. 
And maybe you can hang out with the hitchhiking ghost. Maybe you can go to the Haunted Mansion and raise your hand if you want to be selected to make the 999 Happy Haunts a full count of 1,000.
now a Disney On Demand memory. Hi everyone, happy Halloween. This is Trisha. And Jamie. And today we're talking books, Disney books for Halloween. And Jamie, I have to tell you, one of my favorites is The Ghosts in the Magic Kingdom by uh, Randall, Randall Gerdner. And it's so funny, this book is so spooky that Oliver was reading it and then came running into our room and like put it in the nightstand drawer and closed it and was like, I, I can't, I can't read this. Oh, but you watch Friends. You're supposed to help put it in the freezer. That's, that's where scary books go. That's where scary books go in the freezer. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're reading something much more, much more like you're reading. This is this is our fanciest book on the list is Jamie's next next one. Well, I had to. I was actually doing some research before my trip to Disneyland, and I picked this guy up, and it is The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. I highly suggest it. It'll get you in the mood for all things spooky. Now, completely changing gears from the, you know, literature of Ray Bradbury, we're going to go with the sweet and spooky Halloween, which is a Disney princess book. And on the cover, it features Cinderella awkwardly holding a pumpkin. So it makes me very happy. Because it sounds adorable. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna see your princess, and I'm going to also give you a princess of mine. My other one is Sweets and Treats for uh, Disney princess book. And Rapunzel's on the cover, and she's got her buddy Pascal, and he's got one of those little uh, Mardi Gras masks, and it just looks adorable. And the best part, best part, it comes with more than 30 stickers. Stickers. Every good book Mm -hmm. comes with stickers. Well, our next book doesn't come with stickers, but it'd be really interesting to see what they are. And this one is one that I've read and is so fun. It's called Walt Disney World for Vampires, Zombies, and Others with Very Special Needs, and it's by Dominic Cancilla, C-A-N-C-I-L-L-A, and it's from... Uh, theme park press and it's really a unique way of reading about disney disney world and there's also a disneyland edition called disneyland for vampire zombies and others with very special needs so this is a neat way to read about the parks especially if you're into zombies and and monsters and there's no other guide to disney like it one of my favorite parts is a section for wizards and they talk about useful spells like the recharge device spell or the protection from stroller spell and I don't care if you're a wizard or a zombie or just me or you, you need the protection from stroller spell. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so happy Halloween, D-Heads. Hope you found some good Halloween reads. Happy Halloween! When the gripstones creak and the tombstones quake Come out for a screaming way Creepy creeps with eerie eyes Start to shriek and harmonize Then ghosts come out to socialize Lying ghosts in the firelight Rising scoops on every side Restless bones materialize Eerie eyes in the night So don't close your eyes and try to hide For a silly spook may sit by your side Dressed up in a strange disguise They pretend to terrorize 
pretty girls come out to socialize. Bring pretty girls come out to socialize. Bring ghosts come out. Oh, she still believes in trolls and magic spells and things like that. Trolls? Like hide under bridges and eat little girls? Cut it out, dork. It's like the legend of Trantor. Elizabeth Giddle-like. Just because you write a report about it doesn't mean it comes true. She told me about this troll that had red glowing eyes and walks like this. <laughs> and that ugly little rascal is still alive. Down there. But he can only be awakened on the night before Halloween. Like tonight. When a world Like you. Places his hand on a tree like this and says, Yea, I call thee Fort Trantor. But what are the chances of that happening? Hey, this is Daniel Coons from Halloween Town 2, and you are listening to Disney On Demand. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, I survived another Boy Scout camp out this last weekend. I love camping in the fall. But this weekend, we're doing a family tradition. We are heading to Exeter, Missouri to do the corn maze, the haunted barn, zombie paintball, and many more cool activities. This is one of our favorite Halloween traditions. I hope everyone is enjoying one of their traditions, too, as Halloween approaches. Well, the virtual coffin is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Heather Mackey of Utah, and she writes... Looking at my visit to Walt Disney World later this month, I know there is the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and I will attend that. Are there any other festivities going on, like in Disney Springs or restaurants? Also, does the park do anything extra special on actual Halloween? Thank you, Aaron, from Adihead. Well, there are all kinds of Halloween activities to complement Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. At Disney Springs... There's a family-friendly DJ dance party, and starting on October 20th, they will have spirited stilt walkers. There are four Halloween-themed photo spots throughout Disney Springs, and let's not forget the food. There are so many Halloween-themed treats that there are way too many to list. They have everything from pumpkin spice caramel squares to dry ice spiced caramel apple martini. At Hollywood and Vine, in Disney's Hollywood Studios, they will have lunch and dinner character meals called Minnie's Halloween Dine, and that will go on through November 5th. Guests can pose for photos with some of their favorite Disney characters, dressed in Halloween costumes, and participate in fun table activities. In the past, park guests have been treated to Halloween-themed arts and crafts and other Halloween activities at Rafiki's Planet Watch at Animal Kingdom. At Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort, 
You can have an experience with the Headless Horseman during Return to Sleepy Hollow. During this event, guests will view the 1949 Disney animated classic film, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, inside the resort's Tri-Circle D Ranch stables. But you will also get an up-close encounter with the Headless Horseman himself. This takes place on select nights throughout Halloween night. Most Disney resorts will have some special complimentary Halloween activities for guests on Halloween day that include a costume contest, spooky arts and crafts, special showings of Halloween movies at the resort pool or beach areas, and possibly even trick-or-treating. Things really get jumping at Fort Wilderness cabins and campgrounds. Highlights take place October 30th and 31st with a decorated Halloween golf cart parade and a campsite and cabin decorating contest. It's well worth the visit to Fort Wilderness to see some of the elaborate decorations campers have on display. All Disney resorts should be showing Halloween themed movies the weekend of Halloween. Movies take place nightly at resort beaches and pool areas. And if you're staying on property, you can get a cool in-room celebration called Mickey's Spooktacular Celebration. Features a one-of-a-kind Halloween banner that lights up and will be hung on your resort room door to greet you when you return from the parks. Then, upon entering your resort room, you'll discover creepy hidden surprises, cobwebs, candy, and more, prepared by Mickey and Minnie. There's also a special message from Mickey and a ghostly activity waiting just for you. After you discovered special Halloween haunts lurking in the room, little ones can snuggle up with their new Mickey and Minnie Mouse plush and rest on their personalized Mickey Mouse pillowcase. Now, I'm sure just about everywhere you look there will be some amazing Halloween merchandise to purchase. Well, this is a pretty complete rundown, but always look for more surprises happening. This is what makes Disney World so great. Our next question is from Donald Becker. And he writes, Diz Radio? I know Disney owns a bunch of properties like Touchstone, Miramax, and so forth. I noticed one of my favorite villains and actresses, Eartha Kitt, from The Emperor's New Groove, was also part of the Ernest series. What character did she play since I know for a while Disney owned the Ernest franchise, although I haven't seen more than one or two of the films? Is it a super small role or larger? I think I'll give it a try this year, but wanted to know before I kill 90 minutes of my time. Thank you, and Halloween is here. Well, I always enjoy a good Ernest movie. Eartha Kitt was in Ernest Scared Stupid. The film was released in 1991. Ernest accidentally unleashes an army of trolls upon a small town on Halloween, and he joins some children in fighting back. Eartha Kitt plays Old Lady Hackman. I would say she has a pretty good role. Of course, like any Ernest movie, the entire movie revolves around him. It's definitely a fun watch, and I think you'll like it. Well, our final question is from Nancy Sokolowski of Arizona, and she writes, Want to know, Aaron? I have a question for you. Sometimes you are able to introduce me to many new things I have never knew existed. You have played some songs with Mickey and Minnie and Goofy that are Halloween songs. I cannot find them anywhere. Where are they from? I want to be able to play them for my kids this October. 
Thank you and hope you have a great week. Well, I believe you're looking for Disney sing-along songs, Happy Haunting, Party at Disneyland. It was released on VHS on August 26, 1998 and on DVD on September 5, 2006. It's hosted by the Magic Mirror. A Halloween party is being hosted at the Haunted Mansion and everyone is invited. Between songs, the subplot features three children, Zack, Sally, and Sam, going on a pumpkin hunt, help decorate, read from the legend of Sleepy Hollow, and look for costumes to wear. After trick-or-treating, the guests gather for the Monster Mash. It includes the songs It's Halloween, Five Little Pumpkins, Grim Green Ghost, Chicken Lips and Lizard Lips, The Headless Horseman, Five Little Witches, Spooky Scary Skeletons, Casting My Spell, Trick or Treat, and The Monster Mash. It's available for purchase on Amazon, or you can find it on YouTube. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads.
Walt Disney World guests love to dress up in costume for special events. That includes Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom Park in Florida and run Disney events across Walt Disney World. But there are costume guidelines for Walt Disney World special events. All guests can dress as their favorite characters, but they must also follow these guidelines as determined solely by Disney. Disney reserves the right to deny admission to or remove any person wearing attire that is inappropriate or could detract from the experience of other guests. Let's go over some do's and don'ts. Costumes must be family friendly and may not be obstructive, offensive, objectionable, or violent. Costumes may not include any weapons that resemble or could easily be mistaken for an actual weapon. For example, a metal sword would not be allowed, but a foam sword or toy glow sword would be okay. Lightsabers are allowed too. Other acceptable accessories include transparent wings and tutus, but costumes can't have sharp or pointed objects or materials that may accidentally strike other guests. Hats and other headwear are okay as long as they don't cover the face. For guests age 13 and under, masks cannot cover your entire face and your eyes must be visible. For guests 14 and over, masks of any kind are not allowed, whether they cover part or all of your face, whether or not your eyes are visible. Also for guests 14 and over, costumes may not reach or drag on the ground. Guests can wear a cape, but the length can't go below your waist. Guests who dress like characters may not pose for pictures or sign autographs for other guests. Layered costumes or costume props that surround the entire body are strongly discouraged and may mean additional security screening. Guests who don't follow these costume guidelines could be refused entry into and or removed from Disney parks unless his or her costume can be modified to meet the standards. Plan ahead so no pirate, princess, superhero, or chipmunk has to go back to the resort and change before joining the fun. Hi everyone, this is Alexa Erickson coming at you with this week's episode of Disney Parks in 5. Starting off in Walt Disney World, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival is going strong this year and going really well. Did you know that in addition to trying the unique international delicacies, you can add a touch of culinary craft to your festival outing by partaking in one of the extra culinary seminars or events? With appearances by celebrity chefs, tasting events, and culinary demonstrations galore, you are sure to add an extra flavor to your vacation. The events are reservation only, so hurry and make your reservation today online or by phone. Disney just announced this year's celebrity narrators for the 2017 Candlelight Processional, part of Epcot's International Festival of Holidays. The Candlelight Processional presents the traditional story of Christmas in a truly spectacular fashion with a celebrity narrator, a 50-piece orchestra, and a huge choir. Processional is performed three times per night during the holiday season at America Gardens Theater. Packages are available on select nights. They include a delicious meal, lunch or dinner, and a guaranteed seat for one of the candlelight professional performances, but availability is limited. The celebrity narrator list includes two returners and two new guests. 
Disney legend Kurt Russell, who has starred in several Disney films, such as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, will read the Christmas story this year, as well as gold and silver medal winning gymnast Lori Hernandez. Two veterans of the event, actress and comedian Anna Gastier, <laughs> I probably pronounced that wrong, and Jodie Benson, voice of Ariel in Disney's Little Mermaid, are also returning to help narrate. New narrators for this year's lineup include Matt Bomber from White Collar and The Last Tycoon, Star Wars fan favorite Warwick Davis, who played Wicket the Ewok in Star Wars Episode VI Return of the Jedi, daytime television legend Pat Sajak, and many more such as Whoopi Goldberg and Dr. Bailey from Grey's Anatomy, Sandra Wilson. I'm sure Dominic from The Short Leash is happy to hear that guests and their dogs are now allowed to stay in four of the Walt Disney World Resort hotels. The new policy began on October 15th, 2017 for Disney's Art of Animation Resort, Disney Port Orleans Riverside Resort, and Disney's Yacht Club Resort and cabins at Fort Wilderness Resort. There is a maximum of two dogs per guest room, and the guest rooms come with doggy doors and outdoor areas for the dogs to exercise and relieve themselves. It does cost extra for the pet cleaning fee, but most pet lovers could find the benefits and fun of bringing their pets to Disney World well worth the cost. Some other areas around the resort hotels will become dog-friendly too, while the majority of the hotel areas will have to remain canine-free for allergy reasons and to keep the hotel clean. Rumor has it that Disney's Hollywood Studios' version of Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge could be opening sooner than initially anticipated, in mid-summer of 2019. Disney's Magnolia Golf Course, the highlight is usually the par 3 number 6 hole because of the one-of-a-kind Mickey-shaped sand bunker. That Mickey bunker has recently been enhanced to preserve its shape for longer periods of time. Disney also announced that Mickey Bunkers will be added to hole number 8 on Disney's Palm Golf Course, hole number 12 on Disney's Lake Buena Vista Golf Course, and hole number 9 on Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course sometime in the next summer. How cool is that? Maybe shaping the sand bunkers like Hidden Mickeys keeps the golfers from getting angry when they're landing them, you think? Moving on to Disneyland, the, this is technically has to do with both Disneyland and Disney World. Tickets are now available for the new hyper-reality experience Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. It will debut at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World Resort on December 16, 2017 and at Downtown Disney in the Disneyland Resort January 5, 2018. Star Wars Secrets of the Empire is a new hyper-reality game similar to like a 4D laser tag game but cooler. It will transport guests deep into Star Wars universe, walking freely and untethered throughout the multi-sensory experience with friends and family. In groups of four, teams will go undercover as stormtroopers to capture Imperial intelligence vital to the Rebellion's survival. It sounds super, super cool, and it's definitely unlike anything I don't think anybody's ever experienced before, so I am so excited. According to speculation, it is believed that Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland's grand opening could be in April or May of 2019. But wait, there's more! Because this new immersive experience has never been attempted before in any theme park, it is likely that Disney will need to iron out the kinks before the official opening day with few soft openings to some select guests. Meaning that some people might, keyword might, 
get to experience Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge as early as February 2019. Thank you for listening to Disney Parks in 5 with me, Alexa. Let me know your thoughts and experiences on my social medias titled Disney Till You're Dizzy or author Alexa Erickson. You can find me on my YouTube channel titled Disney Till You're Dizzy and find my book on Amazon, Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About the Disneyland Resort. Also make sure to be on the lookout for my two new Walt Disney World books coming out in the next few months titled Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About Walt Disney World and Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 More Facts, Rumors, and Myths About Walt Disney World. Always remember that there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day, and tune in next time for more Disney Parks and Five. When you are walking the street at night, and behind you there's no one in view, but you hear mysterious feet at night, then the monsters are following you. If you should meet this strange family, just forget what some people have said The monsters may shake your hand clamily But they're not necessarily dead Behind their house you mustn't be afraid To see a figure digging with a spade Perhaps someone didn't quite make the grade With the monsters, with the monsters If when you're sleeping you dream a lot Foolish nightmares parade through your head And then you wake up and scream a lot Oh, the monsters are under your bed At midnight a creature should prowl about And if vampires and vultures swoop down And werewolves and fiends shriek and howl about Why the monsters are out on the town One night I dare peek through their window screen Because every evening is Halloween At the Monsters At the Monsters Why, hello there, children So nice of you to stop by I've been dying to have you I'm Hedy, your gracious ghost host, haunting you all month to show you how you can turn your house into a scary haunted mansion, just like this one. But of course, if you really want to scare your friends, you'll need my help. Because let's be honest, you're no Aladdin. You don't even have a magic carpet. You're just a kid in a devil costume. Well, it's cute, really. So for this trick, find an old plastic mixing bowl or one of these small plastic cauldrons. With a grown-up's help, carefully make a hole in the side of the cauldron. Next, sew an old glove onto the sleeve of a spooky costume and glue it to the cauldron. Remember, only glue the glove, not your hand, or all the neighbor kids will point at you and scream, Hey, there goes crazy cauldron hands, let's get him! Next, put on the costume, stick your hand through the hole. When they try to take your candy, grab their ghoulish little hand and say, Hey, who told you you could take my candy? Get your grubby hands off my candy! <laughs> and that way, Crazy Cauldron Hands gets to keep his candy. Stay tuned for more Halloween tips presented by Disney's Haunted Man. Hi, this is Steve Gutenberg, and I've enjoyed working with Disney on Three Men and a Baby, Tower of Terror, and The Big Green, and you're listening to the Disney radio station. Have a great day. Who let the dogs out?
Hello everyone, this is Dominic and welcome to another edition of Disney Short Leash. If you're new to the segment, a short leash isn't a treat for a trick. No, the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they are short on time or short on money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. For the last few weeks, the short leash has been talking Halloween. Two weeks ago, we discussed the terror that is misjudging the park time to ride weight ratio. Last week, my wife and I ran down some unintentionally scary attractions that might cause your kids to melt down and cut your already short trip shorter. But now we're in an impasse. Disney Halloween is our family's MacGuffin over 40 treks from the Northeast. And fall is the one season we have never been able to free up some time to head down to enjoy some pumpkin-infused Disney magic. So this week, I'm just going to try to embrace the darkness and pose this question to myself. If I actually could carve out the time to head to Walt Disney World in the fall, what are the five things I'd want to experience during a short getaway trip over Halloween? So here we go in no particular order. Number one, the Disney Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Paige likes to refer to it with a ton of initials that takes her longer to say than if she actually used the words. But whatever, I've never seen it, so we're gonna put it on the list. Now, I usually cheat my way through stuff like this. Instead of paying for fireworks, dessert parties at Hollywood Studios, I sit at the Brown Derby Lounge, eat some Wagyu beef sliders, order some dessert, and watch the fireworks, boom. Instant, unofficial, crazy yummy fireworks dessert party. Over at the Magic Kingdom, I eat at the back of Pecos Bill and watch over the fence as the parade goes by. Ta-da! Front row seats, some more text than Mex Tex-Mex without the pushy stroller guy. At Epcot, we got seats in the row right behind the people who paid for priority seating during the candlelight processional, all by getting in line early. And at Animal Kingdom, well, who knows? I'm out of there by about 10.30 a.m. after a few go-rounds on Everest. I mean, why would you even stay there? I'm kidding. Kind of. I know that might change now that Pandora's a glowing. The point is, I'm not too keen on the upsell of dubious value. However, when we're talking trick-or-treat locations, special merch and food, a villain spell-tacular, a Boo to You parade. Come on, it's called Boo to You. That's super cute. A Monsters Incorporated dance party, which they call a ball because Mike's shaped like a ball. Get it? It's, it's awesome. Moving on. There's Halloween fireworks and the Dapper Dance turning into a Cadaver Dance zombie barbershop quartet. Who would even think of that? I can't believe that's even a thing. So with all that, the not-so-scary Halloween party might be a shut-up-and-take-my-money scenario. Number two, the resorts on the monorail loop. Hardly a short leash goes by when I don't talk about Hobo Day, which is my family's favorite thing to do on our travel days. On the day we arrive and leave Walt Disney World, we aren't going to get a full day out of our park ticket, so we don't buy one. Instead, we become Disney hobos, bouncing from resort to resort or hanging out at Disney Springs. We had a great time last Christmas just hopping the monorail and taking in all the decorations at the various resorts, and I can imagine Halloween will be no different. Disney Springs is flush with decorations, zombie drum cores, Anything that can be apple or cinnamon or pumpkin spiced is. If you're getting too old for the Halloween face painting, you could book an appointment to get Halloween makeover at Sephora. How that differs from any other makeover at Sephora is unclear. Despite that, being a Halloween hobo is definitely on the list. Number three, food and wine at Epcot. Not Halloween per se, but with a foodie wife who sometimes does her own Disney-themed Plantoons kitchen cooking shows, available on YouTube and iTunes, there's no way we'd be missing this. In fact, I might never get my wife back. It might be like when Captain Kirk got pulled into the Nexus and everybody thought he died, but he was really just making scrambled eggs for a century. That's exactly what would happen to her. We'd get to Epcot, poof, she disappears among the food until Patrick Stewart guilts her into coming back to beat up Malcolm McDowell. Number four, 
return to Sleepy Hollow at Fort Wilderness Resort. This might be the only way we get to the Fort Wilderness Lodge. My wife is camping adverse. Camping to her is a three-star hotel. For some reason, she thinks if you stay there, you'll have to poop in a bucket and kill other tourists and use them for food. However, apparently they have a viewing of the animated film Sleepy Hollow, galloping ghosts, and a headless horseman encounter. I'm totally sold. Heading out into the woods with a dude with no head? Come on, sounds awesome. Finally, number five, which actually has nothing to do with Disney World. No, we are talking going old school with Disneyland. Not the Tupac biggie this thing, but we all know the world has it all over that place on the west coast in their dinky castle. Eastside, represent! But my son has been dying to see the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion overlay as long as he's been able to ask for things. I just might find some way, someday, to head over to the Disney the Lesser so he can see, as he calls him, Jack the Skeleton. Because enjoying the Halloween ambiance with your family, even if it means traveling 2,000 miles to the Fredo Corleone of Disney theme parks, well, that's short leash, people. I hope you enjoyed the tip. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, your own short leash tips, or even West Coast loving hate mail to Dominic at DizRadio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at DizRadio.com. I can also be found on the internet on Twitter at WDW Plantoons and on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting Plantoons.com. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Peter 
Cushing, Christopher Lee, and the Adams family. Pyramid power of the mummy, aliens bursting from your tummy. There are monsters that I love. Freddy Krueger gives good glove. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Christine is the baddest ride. Roger Corman, Barbara Steele, killer tomatoes have appeal. Hannibal Lecter, sick and mean, eats your heart with fava beans. Chucky's just a living doll. The 50-foot woman is awfully tall. Souls the amazing colossal man. Gamera, Mothra, and Rodan. Godzilla tears up Tokyo while the fan of the opera steals the show. The blob, the plot, and the thing. Edgar Allan Poe and Stephen King. Jason in a hockey mask. Zombies, freaks, and maniacs. They're the monsters I adore. Full of blood and guts and gore. They make me want to scream and holler. More and more and more. Monster rap. Everybody's now. Everybody trick-or-treating but mom that little doll looked just like joey and ernest said honey we have been through all this there are no such things as trolls uh mom while you're in here could you check under the bed i thought i heard stop acting like you're two years old there is nothing under the bed now put on your costume and come on downstairs we're all going over to the halloween party together but mom elizabeth don't be silly There's nothing under the bed. There's nothing under the bed. There's nothing under the bed. Smurfies. It's just you. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And as we continue to celebrate our seventh annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration, somebody that is here to help us celebrate is somebody that you may know from a variety of different things. You know her from Ernest Scared Stupid, Third Rock from the Sun, Boy Meets World, Star Trek. She's a singer, a songwriter, a musician, and so much more. We have the very talented Shay Astor here. Welcome to Diz Radio. Thanks very much. Happy to be here. We are so glad. 
glad to have you here to help us celebrate the 7th annual Diz Radio Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. And with Ernest Scared Stupid being a touchstone film, part of the Disney umbrella and family, we are happy to have you here with us. And your resume covers a variety of different things that touched many people's lives, from growing up with Third Rock from the Sun, Ernest, your music, I mean, so many other things that I'm excited to talk to you about. But the one thing I want to start with, of course, is what got you started acting at such a young age and led you down this road to wanting to become an actress for your entire career? <laughs> well, it was kind of bread in the bone, as they say. Um, there's a home video of me at three years old putting on a, a like a cabaret performance for my family, and it was pretty obvious to them that I wanted to be a performer. So I started taking dance classes and doing recitals, and I was seven years old when um, – when I was introduced to a children's agent and immediately started auditioning. And, you know, I never really thought about, I want to do this for a living. It was just always what I loved. And you're absolutely right. I played dress up in my grandmother's trunk from the beginning of time. I would go out to breakfast with, you know, furs and hats and gloves. And I just loved playing pretend and imagining that I was someone else somewhere else and I still do I really think it's something that you're just born with absolutely and you wanted it bad enough and you got out there started auditioning and made it happen and with October here and Halloween just around the corner many of our listeners I know are eagerly waiting for me to bring up the perennial Halloween classic Ernest Scared Stupid and anyone who has grown up with this film has passed it on to new generations and I've even done this as it's an annual must watch for my children as well now how did you get attached initially to the role and being part of this film well, it was simple. I mean, I auditioned for it, and I remember really wanting to do it because it was a really cool project, and also I was really excited about the idea of going to spend the summer in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I think it was a really long audition process, and I was just about ready to give up when they told me that I was going to do the part and and get to spend the summer in Nashville. It was pretty exciting. And with that, too, you were part of this franchise that everybody loved, the Ernest franchise of films. And when these films came out in that era, that moment in time, those were movies that people couldn't wait to come out, go see, and it was just simple, fun, laughs, family movies. Now, what was it like working on this film back in an age of practical effects, working alongside people like Jim Varney? And I guess, was it like being a kid in a candy store while being on set? You know, the thing that was amazing is Jim Varney is actually was a really intellectual man and highly intelligent, so knowledgeable about so many things. And so honestly, he was more of a teacher. You know, he would talk to us about the native trees and, you know, the history of the country. And he was a genius. There's no question that <laughs> he did. He did make he did always make an effort to make us laugh and make us feel comfortable. And, you know, Nashville is a beautiful place. And, and we did have incredible fantasy sets. And it was a really, really fun experience. And the group of people working on that production, you know, you're dealing with a lot of Southerners. And Southern hospitality is a real thing. It was a beautiful environment with everyone being friendly and loving and supportive 
I have nothing but fantastic memories of that experience. And with that, too, and being part of this classic film, like you said, and hearing that about Jim Varney, now that's a side of him that I don't think many people are aware of, and you got to experience it firsthand. Now, being on the set and filming it, looking back, and even seeing it air on television now or, you know, flipping through the channels, is there one scene that you recall having it be the most fun that it was to film or shoot, or was it just a good day on set, or what is there one part of the movie that you look back and you're like, man, that was just one good day? Well, I don't know. I do have a very, very strong memory of shooting one of the scenes, but not for maybe the reason that you're thinking. Um, I had a bicycle accident during um, production and went careening down a very steep hillside on the bike that they had provided for me to ride during the shoot. And there was such panic over the whole set when, you know, one of the young actors goes <laughs> goes careening down a hillside <laughs> on a bicycle at top speed that they cut the scene where we were going to ride the bikes. And now the scene that's left in the film is of my character Elizabeth fixing her broken bike <laughs> to get away <laughs> from the actual riding. So that I remember very vividly. <laughs> well, and it's moments like that that carry something with you for your entire life. Now, with this film, in this golden era of family-friendly movies, and I feel that lacks in today's culture, are you still shocked that people love this film, finally recall it, and basically pass it down And what has become a Halloween staple now? It really is a special thing to know that something that I participated in, you know, 20 years ago is still matters to people and I still get fan mail and I still get, you know, people who are interested in hearing about it and asked to participate in, you know, in Halloween events because of it. And it's really special that it matters to people and being a part of something that touches people's lives in a positive way. That's always the goal of, of any entertainer. So it's really thrilling. And I'm, you know, it's amazing to have been a part of something like that. And with that, too, like you said, it's something that gets passed down because of people's love for it. And it's very rare that someone gets to be part of something that gains legs under it like this film. And it has this cult following behind it even now. Now, over the years, you said you still get fan mail. Have you ever just been out and about or living your life and bump into somebody and are taken back by how much this film has meant to them or they have this fond memory and it means something to them in their entire life? I mean, it mostly happens online. I will say that it, it, it's very rare that somebody out in public recognizes me from, you know, childhood productions, but I do get a lot of mail from people who just love the movie so much and remember watching it as a child, and now they show it to their children, and they feel connected. They feel connected to me because of the movie, and you know, it's really, it's really sweet. Now, before we move on to a few other things, with Halloween, yes, my favorite season here at the show, is Halloween a holiday that you enjoy celebrating yourself, or do you still catch this film on TV during the season and watch it, or do you have to turn it off, or do, are you just too self-critical when you're watching it? Well, I don't actually have, like, cable television, so I never, I never sort of catch it on, but I do get... <laughs> I do get friends calling me and being like, it's on right now. Um, I wouldn't critique my performance at, at that age anymore. I'm, I mean, I'm critical, but I was a little kid. So <laughs> I, think, I think I did fine. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Halloween, I think, I think, is a really fun time in 
you know, in our culture. I love seeing little kids all dressed up and how much they enjoy it. Being an actress, being a performer, I spend so much time dressing up, even though it's not extreme. It's not like I dress up as a zombie or a witch, but I do dress up and and put on costumes so frequently that Halloween isn't, it doesn't do that much more (laughs) for me. You know what I mean? It's a funny thing. Definitely. And like you said earlier, you are part of this thing that has been passed down and people love it. And it's a great addition to the Ernest franchise of films. And with that, you've also been blessed with being part of another fan favorite that keeps gaining ground over the years and Third Rock from the Sun. Now, it's very rare that a sitcom gains such a cult status and fan following for all the sitcoms that are out. There's a handful that still get this kind of reputation that people love to watch. What was it like being part of this fantastic sitcom that was wacky, fun, different and people still clamor for this even today well you know it was a sensation when it came out and it did have a pretty significant impact on all of our lives um i certainly had never been in something that got that much attention before so you know there was a lot of public recognition and a lot of you know anywhere that i went people would recognize me from the show and talk to me um But the experience of making the show was so spectacular that all of that stuff was really secondary. Like, I was working with the most amazing, brilliant actors, and I learned so much from them then and still learned so much from them just having been there for that. And it was this great cast, like you pointed out, which is why it was such a fantastic show. Now, over the years, being part of things like Third Rock, Ernest, Star Trek, Boy Meets World, do you still bump into any of your previous castmates or keep in touch with them or keep those friendships over the years? You know, it's a it's a small world, Los Angeles. And for those of us who live here, yes, I mean, absolutely. There's I've run into people. Some of us do stay in touch. Um, I've even run into people when I'm in New York, like, of course, because, you know, I think you have a certain orbit that you sort of circle in and and the people that you are involved with they know some of the same people that you know and so it's natural that you run into each other so yeah luckily it's always really nice to see old friends now aside from being an actress of course you also are a musician you perform live you're a singer a songwriter now was music also a passion that you pursued and poured all of your heart and soul into as well absolutely i started um like making up little songs at the same time that I started putting on performances for the family really young, it was it was an all-inclusive kind of thing. And I think that a lot of it had to do with growing up on, you know, the old musicals. So I really thought that, you know, an actress should sing and a singer should act and a dancer should act and sing, and I should be able to do all of those things. So, yeah, I mean, I started... I started making up songs when I was a tiny, tiny little girl. And then I got serious about music when I was in my early 20s when I felt like there was another outlet that I needed. You know, I was, I'd been acting for many years. I'd been very successful. But you can't act alone at home, you know. And once I was finished with my schooling, I felt like I needed more. And music was it, it was the thing that I was missing in my everyday life, and ever since then, I've I've put out records, I perform a lot, and I, 
I got very serious about it. And performing and putting your heart and soul into it, like you said, those old musicals are something that's kind of like in lost art now over the years. But every so often, they tend to come back and everybody does love a good musical. Now, performing on stage, getting that instant reaction from the audience. Now, is that something you love as opposed to having to wait until a film gets released or it debuts on television? Oh, absolutely. I mean... When you're, when something is working, when you're really in the zone and the magic is flowing, you can feel it whether it's on film or on stage. But it is amazing the energy exchange that happens between a performer and the audience. And if you just throw yourself off the cliff, the audience will catch you. They will support you. They throw so much love at you. They're just so happy to be there most of the time. Most of the time, <laughs> audiences are. It's so amazing. It's um, it's an incredible experience, and you know, any live performer knows that the audience will carry you. You just give them everything you've got. And they'll carry you. Well, and you have been so busy with so many different things and so many projects that you've been part of, like I mentioned earlier, like Ernest, Star Trek, Third Rock. You're a singer, a songwriter, music, so many different things. And that's going to lead us all the way to the present day, the here, the now, and what's going on right this moment. Now, what are you currently working on where your fans and listeners are going to be able to I see you, hear you, or where are they going to experience Shay? There's a few big projects that I've got going on, and one of them is I just finished a short film directed by the actress Rose McGowan, who did an incredible short film, I think, two years ago called Dawn, and this is her new one. It's called Ruth, and I'm Ruth, and uh, it's about the AIDS activist Ruth Coker Burks, and we're we're really proud of this film, and I'm not sure of the release date yet, but Rose is very, very active on social media, and she'll be announcing things as as it gets closer to release. Um, and I'm really proud of that. And then I just wrote, directed, and starred in my own short film, and I'm actually in the editing bay right now, <laughs> finishing <laughs> that project. And I'll be doing a soundtrack for that as well. So I will also, on social media, keep everyone apprised of when that's coming out. So that's what I'm working on, and that'll be... That'll be probably the next year of my life, so a lot of work. <laughs> Absolutely, and you are not slowing down. This is a lifelong journey that started out as a young actress. Now you're directing, composing soundtracks, and it continues to add to this storybook of your life, I guess, in a way to put it. Now, do you ever look back and think, this has been one roller coaster of a ride? No. I, I'm really grateful for all of the training and the work that I've gotten to do and all of the people that I've gotten to be around. But I'm always just looking forward, looking for what's next and, and what's the next level of artistry that I can achieve. And I think that that's what makes this work so exciting. You know, art is never ending. It's kind of like, you know, personal progress. You want to be the best person that you can be. And it's, there's no limit. There's no end to to what's achievable, and, and that's what keeps me always feeling like I'm just at the very beginning. And that's the kind of thing, like you said, to be grateful for and being grateful for all that you've been able to do over the course of your entire career and life. Now, before we let you go, so many different things with Halloween coming up and fast approaching and circling all the way back to Ernest Scared Stupid. Now, our listeners wanted to know if you were just as scared of the troll as they were as a child. And I know many people have had nightmares over the troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Um, 
Well, the, you know, without giving away any of the movie magic, um, I'll just say yes. Yes, I was terrified. <laughs> and also looking back, with such a great ensemble cast as well with Ernest, with Eartha Kitt, who went on to be part of another Disney classic and become a Disney villain, and Jim Varney, who's a great character actor. Did you realize the talent you were working alongside back then at that time? Or was it something that you look back later on in your career and you realized the kind of people and caliber that you were working alongside with in this great classic? Oh, I both. I knew Eartha Kitt history. I mean, I had listened to her albums. I'd seen her movies. I worshipped her. And I was just following her around like a puppy dog on that set. I just thought she was the most amazing thing that I'd ever seen. And I still feel that way. (laughs) And I'm so amazed that I got to be on set with her. Um, With Jim, I, I really only knew him as Ernest. So I was so amazed at what an incredibly sensitive, intelligent person he was. And it's a, it's a special thing to have gotten to be there with those people. And I feel like that about every cast I've been a part of. You just, you just get to be by such incredible artistry and, you know, these, these amazing human beings, and I'll carry it with me forever. Definitely. And with that in closing here, because, you know, you were part of so many people's lives, whether that was all the television projects, films, you name it, you were part of so many people's lives that you've touched, whether that was taking them back to that moment in their childhood, watching things as a family, or they're listening to your music, and they're just lost in the lyrics and the in the music itself. Now, for anybody tuning in here do you have any final words that you'd like to leave out there for all of your fans listening in people who live you touched over time your career and so much more fans of shay yes i would say thank you for letting me be a part of your life thank you for being open to the wonderful magical world of film and television and art and theater that's out there i think it's beautiful and i'm I'm proud of having been part of it, and I'm I'm really thankful that I got to come into your lives and, and, and matter to you in any small way. Well, it was our pleasure having you stop in, Shay. Celebrate our seventh annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration here at the show, celebrating the Halloween season, and of course, sharing those memories, that trip back down memory lane, and being part of so many people's lives. As I mentioned, I still pass on this film to my children. We sit down, we watch it, we love it. So thank you once again for taking this time stopping in we're going to be on the lookout at the end of 2017 into 2018 for more coming out from you and thank you once again for taking that time and celebrating the halloween season with us here at Diz radio yeah you can find me on facebook and you can find me on instagram just google my name and it comes right up no problem thank you jonathan odds bodkins get zooks Look at that old spook of spooks. Who's that coming down the street? Are they shovels or are they feet? Mean and lanky, skin and bone, with clothes a scarecrow would hate to own. Yet he has a certain air. Debonair and devil may care. The new schoolmaster, who's his name? Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. Ichabod, what a name. Kind of odd, but nice just the same. 
funny pen, funny frame. Ichabod, Ichabod, Quaint. Ichabod, maybe Quaint. Maybe odd and maybe he ain't. Anyway, there's no complaint from Ichabod, Ichabod, Quaint. And though the arrival of the pedagogue gave rise to mixed emotions, the townspeople all agreed they'd never seen anyone like Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and I want to share with you one of my favorite Disney Halloween memories. It's 2010, and we took a family trip to Walt Disney World the first part of October. We, of course, couldn't miss Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. My son Eli was four at the time, and he had decided to dress up like Buzz Lightyear. We were in Tomorrowland, and we glance over between the Carousel of Progress and the Space Ranger's Bin, and there he is, Buzz Lightyear, having a meet and greet. The line is fairly short, so we decide to go for it. My son gets so excited it gets to his turn. As he approaches Buzz Lightyear, Buzz really starts hamming it up, giving him high fives and thumbs up to show his approval for Eli's costume. The smile on Eli's face said it all. It was a priceless moment, and it's still some of my favorite pictures ever. Happy Halloween, kids. It's midnight. I've got a trick for Mickey Mouse. Sorry, Minnie, but we don't want to be dull villains on Halloween. Okay, everybody, now it's time for a change of pace. Lights out! Right you are, Mickey. It's Halloween, you know, and with just the right touch. This could be quite the place. Full of wholesome, happy faces. Hanging out. Feeling time. Where everyone's a friend of mine. Inside this evil joint. Every guest gets to the point. This day will live in infamy. House of Mouse is history. <laughs> Forget your troubles, put your trust in me. You had your fun. You played your play. But every roll in his day. Hello, this is Jonathan Freeman. I'm the voice of Jafar in the 1992 animated feature Aladdin and also currently appearing as Jafar on Broadway. And you are listening to Disney On Demand. <laughs> hey, D-Heads. As we enjoy this wonderful fall season, let you know there's another app that you should update and if you haven't, download 
to all your fun and gaming apps. It's called Disney Tomb Tombs, and this version is now has updated to the Halloween theme. Yes, the Halloween Happy Halloween version is now available on iOS and Android, and you can play along with the Line app available on the App Store. With this release, you are able to play for Jafar, Creole Deville, and Captain Hook. Those three villains will be available very, very soon, so keep your eyes in ear sensitive if you haven't heard yet, but now you're hearing it. And usually, Tomb Tombs has these special events that goes a little bit longer until the end of the month. Now, if you haven't downloaded it, you can go to the App Store on app through the iTunes and Android through the Google Play App Stores. Again, this is a free download, and you can also, for a limited time, try to capture Captain Hook and as well Cradle Deville, which that's going to be available until up to October 9th. With all these fun villains and happy Halloween specials, you'll be able to maybe fill your jack-o'-lantern with all these fun candies as well, as if you played that from last year. What's your thoughts? Do you think this is going to be a fun theme as we continue going on with our theming devices? Or have you, dis- have you found a little trick or treat during playing this game? I would like to hear your tips if you found something that's during this game. But send me an email at randy at disradio.com. That email again is r-a-n-d-y at d-i-z-r-a-d-i-o dot c-o-m. Well, this is Randy signing out for Disney's Multimedia. Be sure to keep your eyes, ears, and senses alerted with the latest Disney Multimedia around you. Until then, see you next time. One other thing. Did you know? That anyone born on Halloween can talk with the spirits? Yeah. Was anyone here born on Halloween? (laughs) All of you? (laughs) Yeah, very cute. Happy birthday. (laughs) Listen, why why did you all come back again? Come back again next year. It's so nice having someone to talk to. Bye-bye. I get, I guess... Many strange things come out on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) With children who live just down the street, give us something to spend or something to eat. Let us repeat. (laughs) Trick or treat. We've walked and walked the live long day. We've knocked on many doors. Behind each door, another face, and now we've come to yours. Trick or treat, trick or treat, with children who live just down the street. Give us something to spend or something to eat. Let us repeat. Trick or treat, the day is turning into night, and shadows now appear. But once we sang so loud and bold, we mumble now with fear. Trick or treat, trick or treat, we're children who live just down the street. Give us something to spend or something to eat, let us repeat. Trick or treat. Hi everyone, this is Jamie. And Trisha. And welcome to Magical Munchies, the segment on Diz Radio that leaves you wanting a Wookiee wafer and a caramel apple in the shape of Jack Skellington's head. Wookiee wafers are the Halloween bomb, Jamie. 
And one of the truth on tonight's episode. Today, Disney fans, we're hooking you up for trick-or-treat Disney style. That's right, D-Heads. Jamie and I have been spending some quality time in the candy aisles and online to bring you the Disney Halloween trick-or-treat candy. And Jamie, I'll be honest, I didn't even know that there was Disney-specific Halloween trick-or-treat candy until researching the show. Not only do they have trick-or-treat candy, they have some super fun treats. So let's start with the trick-or-treat candy that you keep munching on well after Halloween is over. And those are lollipops. And lollipops are fruit, right? Like they're in the fruit group. Fruit <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're colorful enough, right? Definitely. Colorful food group. Fruit flavored. Well, you can get hugs from all of the Disney princess trick-or-treaters out there with Disney princess lollipops. They even have royal shapes of tiaras and castles. So if you're like me and have boys in the house, the Disney princess lollipops aren't going to cut it. But you can check out the Disney Cars Tattoo lollipops. This is really cool because they have shapes um, on them that are raised and sugared. And so when you suck on them, it leaves like a tattoo shape on your tongue. So you can have like Lightning McQueen and blue on your tongue, which every kid needs. Every kid (laughs) needs that. I mean, who isn't proud to have like a multicolored tongue? It's like, Mom, look. Look, Check it out. It's better than a piercing. It's less permanent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Trisha, let's be real. Oliver totally wants the Star Wars helmet-shaped storm- Stormtrooper lollipops, right? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely have a Star Wars superhero fan in the house, so he would he would go that route. Well, lucky for everybody, they come in three different flavors, and one of them is not water from Dagobah. <laughs> and I'm a sucker. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, for blue raspberry flavored things, so blue raspberry is definitely one of the flavors. And then the other two are strawberry and sour green apple. But what my Star Wars fan Oliver really wants and is in the cabinet at home are Wookiee wafers. And Ooh. these are so cute, Jamie. Uh, we found them at Target. They're also available on Amazon. And they're individually wrapped chocolate wafer candies. Kit <laughs> Kats. We have a bag, and I think they really might be too cute to eat. Um, the packaging has these almost like Funko Pop-looking Star Wars characters on, on the packaging, and each package has a different character, and they're really cute. So I'm hiding them from Austin because chocolate wafer candies are Austin's favorite. Oh, those sound so good. I'd probably <laughs> eat the whole bag in one sitting, not going to lie. That's why okay. I'm not letting Austin at them. <laughs> You can ship them to me. (laughs) Okay, so here's the real question. Did you ever have those fun candy jewelry things when you were a kid? Oh, yes. I remember there was a gas station by us that had those. And you could buy, like, the package and they had all the different ones. But it was honestly like eating potato chips because once you started eating the little candies on the bracelet, you ate the whole thing and then you're just left with, like, this sad multicolored string on your wrist. (laughs) Yeah, that was the worst. Or, like, some pieces you couldn't, like, bite all the way off. Yeah, and then you ended up, like, biting through the string, and then the whole thing went flying, and you were, like, sad. You're like, no, sorry, Mom, my candy's under the fridge. (laughs) Oh, yeah, always under the fridge. Or the stove, like, where they're never to be seen again. (laughs) Well, Disney has two kinds of candy jewelry. There's the BB-8 bracelets that have orange, black, and white candies with this cute little BB-8 dangly charm. And they also have other Halloween colors of Mickey's costume at Not So Scary. So there's orange, purple, and green in a bracelet. And they have a few different edible charms, like Mickey, Minnie, Bunch of Princesses, and Lightning McQueen. Jamie, you're going to be the popular house this Halloween. Like, these are almost as good as the house that gives the full-size candy bars. Did you ever have that house when you were a kid? Oh, we totally did. But I lived in the condo complex, so they were the high point of trick-or-treating. This one little, one little unit, oh, big old yes. candy bars. 
Sticking with jewelry, there's also the Disney decorated lollipop rings. So these are kind of like ring pops, except the rings have special shapes and decorations on them. So there's a rose shape, like the whole ring is shaped like a rose for Belle. And then Ariel, there's a seashell shape on the uh, ring. And then they have a shoe for Cinderella. And I think I might love shoes as much as I love candy. So that would definitely <laughs> be in my list. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to pick. They're both wonderful. <laughs> one has less cal- calories, though. Yes. But the other one doesn't hurt your feet. True, true. <laughs> okay, so let's talk the ultimate, the coolest Disney trick-or-treat. The one that challenges the Wookiee wafers as our favorite is the Vile Villains Jelly Bellies. Heck yeah. (laughs) They come in really fun flavors like Jewel Blueberry, Jewel Orange, Jewel Berry Cherry, Jewel Grape Soda, and Jewel Sour Apple. And each bag is filled with a Vile Villains mix of jelly beans. And they're cute and they're tiny and they have four memorable villains on them. So you have Cruella, the Evil Queen, Ursula, and Maleficent. And you know, I love those evil stepmothers, so the evil queen sour apple would be a must. I might have to go for Ursula with the grape soda. I think that that might yeah. be my, my winner. Uh, you can find these treats on Amazon or at Target. Walmart.com also has a few of them, but Amazon by far has the biggest selection. So before we end, we have to give a little warning that these treats are so cute, but they come at like a bit of a higher price point than that gigantic bag of child's play. <laughs> So, if you get a steady stream of goblins, witches, and star lords on Halloween, you may want to hide your candy for your favorite trick-or-treaters. Or just keep them for yourself, which I think might happen with the Wookiee Rafers. <laughs> so, D-Heads, what candy are you handing out this Halloween? We'd love to hear from you. You can head over to my Facebook at author Trisha Dobb, where I'll be posting some pics of these Disney trick-or-treats that we talked about tonight. Um, and you can comment or share your own pick, and I'll make sure that Jamie sees them, too. And I also have a lot of Disney fall food love in my book, The Not-So-Evil Stepmother and the Most Magical Place on Earth. And a signed copy is a great treat for your favorite Disney food fan, and it has way less calories than a Wookiee wafer. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) It's food for your brain, Trisha. (laughs) So you can contact me for a signed copy or find it in paperback and Kindle on Amazon. And you can find me on Instagram at not-so-evil underscore Disney Stepmom. And you can find me, Jamie, on Instagram at Lilo underscore the Lost Princess. And be sure to join me for Foodie Friday, where you can see all sorts of fun little photos from my various trips to Cali and Florida, because I love food. So thanks, you D-heads, for joining us for another Magical Munchies. And don't forget to try everything. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You remind me of a man. man? Oh, the man with the power.
Welcome, foolish mortals, to Disney On Demand's annual not-so-scary month-long celebration. Get your costumes on, bags in hand, and trick-or-treat. All right, OVD heads, so that's going to close out this week's show full of frightful fun, crazy spooks, and Halloween goodies. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the talented Shay Astor, once again for stopping in here with us, chatting with us about Ernest Scared Stupid, your entire career, and we are going to be on the lookout of what's going to be up and coming in the next year from you as well. And, of course, being part of that perennial Halloween classic, Ernest Scared Stupid. Thank you, Shay, once again for stopping in here with us. I'd also like to thank the D-Team. Yes, no show is complete without the D-Team. Otherwise, you'd have nothing more than me rambling week in and week out, and it could get kind of old. So thank you once again to Dominic, Aaron, Alexa, Trisha, Jamie, and Randy, all stopping in here this week with your signature segments. Because of the D-Team, it is extra magical every single week. And remember, you can connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com. Just go to the D-Team page and drop them an email right there. And most of all, the most important, thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show. You are the reason we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney for almost eight years, almost 200 shows. You are the reason we continue to bring you the magic and memories every single week. And we are truly humbled to be able to do this for you for so many years. So thank you, the D-Heads, for being supportive and tuning in every single week. Now, next week, we are still continuing on with our seventh annual Diz Radio Not so scary Halloween celebration. Yes, there is no slowing down. And we have some goodies coming up, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, with great things coming with a special web page on our official website where you can get some goodies, a Halloween party mix, and so much more. So get ready. So before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in here next week, I do want to mention all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Diz Radio Show. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and many other places. All you have to do is search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our frightfully spooky Halloween shows. And if you want to stay connected instantly, you can't wait. You need the magic in your ears as soon as it gets released. It's super easy. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, search Disney Blue, Diz Radio, or Disney On Demand, and subscribe right there and get the latest shows as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, the tablet of your choosing, you name it, and you can listen to the shows instantly as they get released. And if you can't remember any of this, all you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, and you can find all these links there as well. All right, all of you D-heads, so next week we're not slowing down. We are that much closer to Halloween. Halloween fun, and all kinds of spooky goodies, frightful treats, and so much more. So next week, we are continuing on with our 7th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And next week, we have somebody that is part of some great DCOM original Halloween movies, as well as bringing us some laughter and some heartfelt moments. I'm going to leave it at that, all VD heads. So until next week, as I always say, go out, make memories, carve pumpkins, go to the pumpkin patch like I'm going to be doing here this weekend, and take time, slow down, 
and never neglect family for business. You can always make money. You can't always make memories. So until next week, I'm going to leave you with something that is one of my personal favorites. It's long. It's fun. But it's thoroughly enjoyable. So until next week, all of you D-heads, have fun, make the magic, and happy Halloween. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell Weird ghosts cling where the spirits dwell Restless bones etherealize Rise as spooks of every size Grim-grinning ghosts come out to socialize When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake Spooks come out for a swing and wake Heavy haunts materialize And be- Climbs high on the dead oak tree Spooks arrive for the midnight spree Creepy creeps with eerie eyes Start to shriek And harmonize Grim grinning ghosts Come out and socialize Welcome my friends To the most spirited season of them all I am your host Your Ghost host. <laughs> the 999 happy haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spooktacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is Halloween. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, it's our world of Halloween. Oh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween, everybody make a scene, trick or treat, till the neighbor's gonna die of fright! Disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary okey. Just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion. We hope you'll enjoy a little night music. <laughs> Feel free to sing along. We're just some poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. Cruella Deville, if she doesn't scare you, no evil.
Lumperoozles very sly. They come in ones and twosles, but if they so twosles, before your eyes you'll see them multiply. The elephants on parade, here they come, himity hoppity. They're here and there, pink elephants everywhere. Look out! Look out! Pink elephants on parade! a wicked time of year, in it? And I have just the spell to put us all in the mood. Malugas of Ruga come winds of the Caspian Sea. Larynxus, Glacidus, Max Laryngitis, La Voce to me. Now sing. Sing! Sing! Ha! Yes. Yes. Oh, they weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. <laughs> Listen up, sweet lips. I'll give you all a little treat. <laughs> 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 
true. Next year you'll be dressing like me. For a fortunate soul. starting the fun without me. Why, you're dead right. Well then, let me treat you all to a little sorcery in the sky. <laughs> Man, you call that Magic? <laughs> Move on, old boy, and let Mr. Oogie kick it up a notch. Well, 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 what have we here? A trick-or-treater, huh? Oh, I'm really scared. So you're the ones they're talking about. <laughs> when Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand, you'd better pay attention now, because I'm the boogeyman. Herself. Happy hollow wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over. Why, we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an All Hallows Eve celebration can really be! <laughs> That was thrilling, wasn't it? 
And now, to end our ghostly gathering, we invite you to partake in our favorite Halloween tradition, the Scream-Along. Any volunteers? Just scream like you're trying to wake the dead! <laughs> this is Halloween, this is Halloween, 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 Halloween. Everybody scream! Everybody scream! The crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake Spooks come out for a swinging wake Happy horns materialize And begin to vocalize Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize Don't close your eyes, don't try to hide Or a silly spook may sit by your side Drown in a death disguise They pretend to terrorize Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize Happy Haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. <laughs> we do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. Happy Halloween, everyone! <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon. (laughs) 